Did you start the recording? Yeah. Okay. Good evening. I hope that uh, there's a good sign and that we're back and uh, we can be learning uh, the Pasha together once again. The topic that we're going to discuss is the leadership of Bnei Yisrael as as presented, as described in the in the Torah and in the Torah in this week's parashat, in the parashat of Shoftim, and that leadership, that leadership is the Melech, the King, and the Navi, the Prophet. Those are the two people who are designated in the Torah as the leadership of Am Yisrael, but they are really very different one from the other. We'll look again, look at the psukim uh, about the king, when you come to the land of Israel, it's a very common theme in uh, in the book of Tzvarim. When you come to Eretz Yisrael, everything is different. Then Virishta, you inherited, Vyashatabai, you will sit there in Vamarta with this this takes time. It's not something that happens immediately. But it's not apparently you're not led into Eretz Yisrael or Eretz Kinaan by a king. But it's only after you dwell in the land, after you live there, after you build it up, that you can say, Now I would like to have a king. I would like to have a king. Like all the, the, uh, all the nations, all the nations that I know about. That's what the Pasuk says. Place upon yourself a king. This sounds like, it sounds like a, a, a directive. The Torah wants you to have a king. Okay, we have this problem with Shmuel HaNavi. Sam, when the people came to Shmuel HaNavi and asked for a king, Shmuel told them, no, it's not a good idea. What about this psukim? Okay, it's a problem, but we're not so interested at the moment at that problem. What we're interested in is why does the pasuk say so to simalecha melech asheyivchar Hashem alukecha bo? What does asheyivchar Hashem alukecha? God will choose. How does God choose? Well, I mean, after all, take the example of Yeravam ben Nevat. Yeravam ben Nevat was the first king in the northern kingdom after the death, after the death of Shlomo Amelech. The nation of Israel split into two: the northern kingdom, the southern kingdom. The southern kingdom, Jerusalem and south, remained in the family of Shlomo Amelech. His son, Rechavam, became king. But then the northern half of Eretz 
Canaan was without a king, and the Yeravam ben Nevat, who eventually became the worst of them, the worst king of all times, he, Yeravam ben Nevat, was appointed king by a prophet. Achiyah HaShiloni was his name. And that's what the that's what we learn. I mean, that even though he ended up badly, he ended up as a, an idolater and tried to uh, convince the people of Israel, the people of his dominion, that they should move in the direction of idolatry. He says, nevertheless, it says in the Pasuk, there's this emphasis. What's an Ishnachriam? Is an Ishnachri a, a foreigner? I mean, he's not Jewish? Or, or he is Jewish? Well, uh, if we look at the Rambam, the, the Rambam's understanding, understanding, I'll get to it in a minute. One second. The Rambam says this, Ema midin melech mikahal geirim, the Rambam takes it from the other side. What if you have a candidate for kingship who's a gay, who became Jewish, became Jewish, he's probably very sincere. Ain Mamidin, you can't have him as a king in Israel. Afilu even if he, he converted, his conversion was several generations Previously, no, we, we, we're very careful about this. His mother has to be a Jew, a Jewess. And he quotes our Pasuk. And then the Rambam goes on and says, You know, we didn't have to. We're not only talking about kingship, any kind of authority, any kind of authority. Losar Tzavai can't be a general, Losar Hamishim, Losar Asara, big general, a little general. Afilu Memuna Al Emet Amatamayim, even somebody who is in charge of the flow of water, the water commission, the water is divided up by his direction into the various fields. There's no need to say that he can't be a Dayan, a judge on the sea or a prince. That only uh, Yisraelim can do that job. Shemar, 
The king should be come from your 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 brethren. All the things that you do, all the all the the, the leadership that you embark upon. So according to according to the Rambam. According to the Rambam, it's not just somebody who is not Jewish, but even somebody who's a ger, even somebody who's a ger who, who converted sincerely and who has a has a, built a Jewish home, and has no no one has any arguments with him or against him, and yet somehow. Somehow the Rambam says you can't have he can't be a kid. Why can't he be a kid? And this question of the about the Rambam is further exacerbated by the fact that you know the the Rambam in the Gerita Teiman he asked that question. What about what about a ger? Can he daven the regular davening? Can he? Can he say Shmona Esrei? Like everybody else says Shmona Esrei? Question. So the Rambam says quite clearly, Rambam says quite clearly in the, in the here the Man, that a girl can say Elo Shmona Esrei, Elo Abraham, we can say those words, even though they're obviously not true, biologically. I mean, he, he, this ger, this convert, or the son of a convert, or the grandson of a convert, he says, all of this, this person gets up to say Shmona Esra, and he says, okay, Abraham, okay, something, yeah, I told it would be embarrassing, somewhat embarrassing if the ger, if the convert knew the Shman Esri better than anybody else and was chosen to be Shaliyah Tzibur. So the Rambam says that it's not a problem, that the ger is fully integrated into, into the Jewish people. And there is no doubt, according to the Rambam, there is no doubt that the Ger, that the Ger is the son of Avram, the son of Yitzchak, the son of Yaakov. Because there is, after all, a, a conceptual notion that applies to that. And this person accepted the, the uh, family of Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov as his family. As his family. I think that the the, the problem the problem is a problem of uh, of authority. Problem of authority. Let's just see how the what the what the possible teaches here yeah. 
He shouldn't have horses. He shouldn't bring the people back to Egypt. The man in order that they should increase the number of horses. And God said, Don't go back to Egypt. Symbolically, certainly, it's problematic. You shouldn't have a lot of wives. And he should not. His heart should not be changed. Kesev is our lawyer, Bello Maod. He shouldn't think about a lot of money. But Yakashiv talk, he said, Mamachto. And when he sits on his seat, Vikatavlo at Mishneh Torah, Azot al Sefer, he should write the Mishneh Torah, either the Torah or the Book of Dvarim, al Sefer. He should have the Sefer Torah with him all his days. The man yilmat yirat Hashem elokav lishmarat kol debriat Torah azot v'etachukim ha'elu lasotam. There's a special problem that a person in that kind of leadership position. That kind of trappings of authority. I mean, he has a problem. I mean, how does he maintain his connection to the Torah, to the mitzvot? Not easy. But he shouldn't raise himself above his his brethren. And he should not deny the mitzvahs and, and kind of leave them be. In order that he should live a long life, the care of Israel again, because we know that a king passes on the kingship to his, to his children, to the family. Right, the family inherits the leadership of a king. We see that that the Torah is very kind of aware of the fact. It seems to be aware of the fact that people are going to ask for a king because they know that a king can organize the community in a way. A king can organize a community in a nation in a way that is beneficial to all. Everybody will be able to live a better life, a more impressive kind of existence if they they have a king. But the king itself is like a booby trap. He's dangerous. He he's not just dangerous to himself, which is probably also the case. He is dangerous to himself, but besides the fact that he's dangerous to himself, he also he also, he 
the king is is dangerous to everybody else? I mean, he sets the standards. If he is interested in horses and in trips and in traveling around and in gambling, well, then he's going to affect the people in that way. That's the nature of kingship. It's not, it's, it's real. It's not just, it's not just something imagined. But people look up to the king. They want to emulate him. They want to copy the king's way of doing things. And so we see that the Torah, the Torah says, there's really no choice. We have to have a king, but we can try to modify his behavior. We could try to make him acceptable to the Torah. As difficult as it is, as difficult as it is, I mean, we know, uh, we know uh, ourselves from our examples that we live with all the time. It's wonderful that there are limits that the that the president of the United States doesn't become the king of the United States. That after four years, his term is up. This is something that is so important for the, for the democratic system that we all understand. We all understand why that is the case. So, so again, why is it that why is it that the king can be a native, but he can't be a convert? Can't be a convert. So, I mean, I think that the way that uh, this uh, position of the Ramam is explained has something to do with Rachamim. With Rachamim, you know, mercy. Mercy is a very important notion that the Jewish people have. Right? They, are, they are merciful. They, they feel strongly that they emulate God. They emulate God by being merciful. And that being merciful, that is... I mean, I mean, when you choose somebody, when you choose somebody to be, give direction or leadership, then you have to pick the person who is most likely in a critical position to be merciful. And so the Rambam says, okay, you could have a person who is a, a very sensitive and special kind of person who's a gear. And certainly there's no reason to imagine that when the gear, when the convert davens, his davening has less value than the davening of the native. Nevertheless, in a critical moment, in a difficult time, I mean, you know that, that kings are also political people. They don't always have the confidence of the nation behind them. They are not always able to express leadership in the proper way. 
and therefore they are prone to 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 be intense and oppressive situations, tense and oppressive situations. So the Rambam says, who is more likely to lose it? The person who has relatives, the person who is well-connected, the person who can who can act for the benefit of his family, the people he knows, the people he grew up with, or the person who is kind of a new guy on the street. So the Rambam says, don't take a chance. Don't take a chance with converts. Don't take a chance. That's what the Pesach really means. You have to avoid the person who has, who, you have to avoid the people who find it difficult to express rachamim, to express rachamim. We know that King Saul, the first king in Israel, lost his position as king because his mercy was kind of difficult. He had mercy on the Amalekites instead of having mercy on B'nai Israel, And because his mercy was, was off, he lost he lost it. He lost that kingship. So you see that you see that the leadership it, it's difficult. Here the Torah tells us you have to have a king, so make a king. Just uh, make sure that he he lives a noble or honorable life. But we know that you can't really be sure about a king. You can't really know. And even if you do all the things that the Pasuk, that the Pasuk recommends, you really don't know that you've accomplished what you want to accomplish. So you see Yeravam ben Nevat, Yeravam Nevat, the first king in the northern kingdom, after the death of King Solomon, Shlomo Amalek, became the worst possible person. He, Ravam ben Nevat, became the worst possible person, even though he was chosen and appointed by a prophet, by a Navi. And so I imagine that at the moment that he was chosen, at the moment that the Navi made him into a uh, into a special person, at that moment he was he was righteous, he was deserving. But in time, in time, he he wanted his kingship to be greater than the kingship of the South, the one of. Rechavam, who was the son of Shlomo HaMelech. So we have an introduction to the notion of kings, 
And I think that that the kingship that is uh, described, the kingship that is described is, you know, what's going to be? This is what's going to happen. They're going to be kings, but we're not going to be able to control the situation. We're not going to be able to make sure. We're not going to be able to make sure that the king remains true even if we make him write the Sefer Torah, and then we make him carry around the Sefer Torah, and we make him review the Sefer Torah. I mean, all of those things will certainly help, but they won't be absolute. We won't be absolutely certain that the king, that the Melech, that is the king of Israel, is the perfect person and the perfect choice for that. The second leader type of leadership in this parsha is Perikyutchet Pasuketvab Navimikir Bacha Meachecha Kamoni Ekim Lecha Hashem Elokim Elatishvau. So this is Moshe Rabbeinu talking. He's saying in Navi, Yakim Lecha Hashem Elokecha that. Leadership of Am Yisrael includes the Navi. Includes the Navi. Navi has, doesn't have the problem. Of, I mean, he's like a conceptual person. He thinks in terms of categories. He tries to understand what God wants of us. So Moshe Rabbeinu reminds them that they didn't want to accept the Torah Speak up. So the so the the navi is the speaks in the name of God. So in order for Am Yisrael, in order for Am Yisrael to achieve the kind of nation that we're thinking of, there has to be a voice that speaks in the name of God. The person who doesn't listen, and speaks in my name, I will call him, call him to account. Ach, Anavi, if the prophet is not speaks in my name but speaks things that I did not tell him to say and he, if he speaks in the names of other gods that Navi should die. Punishment. 
את הדבר שלא דיברו השם, and if you ask, how do you know what it is that God did not speak? אשר ידבר הנביא בשם השם ולא יהיה הדבר ולא יבוא, הוא הדבר שלא דיברו השם בזדון דיברו הנביא. לא תגור ממנו, don't be afraid. If the Navi says something is going to happen, and it doesn't happen, so you know in that way that you're telling, he's telling the truth. But I think that what this posuk, that what this, these psukim are saying, Navi mikir kamoni, a Navi like me, Moshe Rabbeinu says, Because Moshe Rabbeinu was chosen to take the people out of Mitzrayim and bring them to Eretz Kinnah. But that wasn't the main job. Anybody could do that. Moshe Rabbeinu was the person who was the direct connection between Am Yisrael and HaKadosh Baruch. When Moshe Rabbeinu spoke, they knew that he spoke in God's name, it was clear. It was clear. And and what these Sukhim are saying, that you, B'nai Yisrael, you, B'nai Yisrael, you can't really exist without that direct connection. Can't exist without that direct connection. That's Am Yisrael, that's what it has called. The ones who connect the ones who are part of this grand design. So there's a promise. There's a promise that this connection will always exist. always exist. פסוק י"ט: "והיה איש אשר לא ישמע דבריי אשר ידבר בשמי אנוכי אדרוש מאמו". So there's this ongoing renewal It's ongoing happening. There's a, there's a Navi. But besides a Navi, besides the Navi, there's, there's the Navi speaking. A Navi is not somebody who hides out, who speaks to himself, knows something that no one else knows, quite the contrary. The Navi is there in order to protect Am Yisrael, to make them special. And what makes them special is that they not only, not only do they have the Torah, not only do they have the Torah, but they also have an ongoing ongoing teachings of the of the Navi. The Navi that's always there. It's always there. And it could be that in the course of time, 
according to that, things get are changed around a little bit. It's not just Nevi'im who are speaking God's word, but also tell me they Chachamim. I mean, maybe that is also. I mean, we have we have leadership. We have teachers. There are people who can help us. Always, they're always there. And even though it's true that the Navi can also go bad, so to speak. I mean, because the Navi is charged with the with the notion that the Israel have to be taught their ongoing obligations. It has to be. It's a kind of a kind of an authority position that the navi also has. So the navi may also, even though to a lesser degree, but to some degree, have that problem. I mean, we know. We know that there are. There is a navi shaker. And the Vita doesn't tell the truth. That's what, that's what the, the post says. Right? Meta Navi Any Any Navi who says things that are not true? Any Navi who speaks in the name of God but doesn't speak things that God said? Anochi I will demand a reckoning from him. So the Navi also contains certain aspects of authority, and those aspects of authority might produce a bad result. The bad result being that he becomes a Navi Shekhar. We know that there was a complexity to prophecy. There was a complexity to prophecy. Elian Navi went up on Har Carmel and did something that was patently forbidden. He sacrificed animal sacrifice outside of the Beit HaMikdash. It was in the Mount Carmel, right near Haifa. But that that action was, after all, that action was that action is called our Saad. I mean, sometimes. The Navi speaks in the name of God, but says things that sound as though they contradict what God really wants. And this is a difficult situation that is, I mean, you have to have somebody to depend on. You have to have somebody to to make this all make sense. 
So even though the Navi is not described in the same way as the Melech, even though the Navi, the leadership of the Navi is totally different than the leadership of the king, nevertheless, the danger that the king faces, the danger that, uh, that might bring him, the king, to do things that he should not do, they should stay away from the influence people in the in an inc- incorrect manner. Says all of that could also exist for the Navi. All of that could exist for the Navi, even though the chances are not as great as the king. So here is Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu teaches us two things about the perfect society. The one that should be have a king, the other one is should have a prophet. We know that at later times, after Shmuel and Avi, the, the, the prophet and the king did not always get the world together, which I guess is good. No, they didn't get along together because they they each wanted to do the best, the best thing that was that was possible. Okay, we talked a little about the king, about the prophet. Hashem, I'll see you next week. All the best. Thank you. Be well. Okay.